and welcome back to Nonfiction Friends, where truth is stranger than fiction. I am your host, Rebecca. And I am Josh. And I am, yeah, Jingle Jolly Josh. Jingle Jolly Josh. <laughs> I'm eating a candy cane right now. Yep, I just finished my candy cane. Tis the season. Tis the season. Candy cane is probably the best Christmas holiday candy. Uh, you can't refute me. There's no, there's no, I do. I agree. I agree. I love peppermint in all flavors. Peppermint is great in all flavors, in all things, especially if you put it like milkshake, candy cane. Oh, yes, milkshake inside of a hot chocolate. Oh, I've never tried that. It's very good. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna have to try that. Uh, use it, use it as your stir, and it's just right, right. It's very good. Makes sense. Uh, I also very much enjoy peppermint chocolate, like chocolate bar. Yes. Chocolate bark. On the subject of hot chocolate. Okay. What is your ratio to marshmallow to hot chocolate? Um, I'm too lazy for marshmallows. You just drink the hot chocolate? <laughs> yes. No marshmallow? <laughs> I mean, I get the, the Swiss Miss with the marshmallows in it, but they dissolve as soon as you put the hot water in it. So. Oh, well, yeah. I just don't bother putting my own like marshmallows. I out. I mean, I am a big marshmallow fan. I'm no. just such a hurry to drink the now, hot are chocolate. You, are you the kind of person who, I guess you wouldn't put milk in your hot chocolate. I put almond milk in my hot chocolate. Okay. Sometimes I'm very desperate for hot chocolate. I just want it and it's just water. Ew. Is that bad? <laughs> no, because there's milk powder and cocoa powder, like in Swiss Miss. And I stuff. guess. It just doesn't taste the same. It doesn't taste the same. The best part of a hot chocolate, you know, is the bottom where there's like... With the, all like, the, the stuff. With all the, the remnants. Like the good stuff. The good <laughs> the good goop I get. And that's not goop. Goop. It's like the best tasting stuff. Like a, like a, like a bottom, like a, a Nesquik thing. You know, I as disagree. a kid, I used to like just eat Nesquik powder. That's disturbing. <laughs> it's very Are you good. okay? <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> I mean, it's true. You are. Yeah. That's, I don't know. There's something. Disturbing. There's something to be said about like eating like things that make me feel like cozy, like and make me feel like the holidays, like peppermint. Peppermint, or, hot cocoa, uh, mold wine is delicious. What is that? Did you say mold? Mold, mold wine. How do you spell that? Not you mold, mold. Like M U L L E D. It's mold. It's wine. It's mold. What do you, what do you, how do you mull a wine? Is it like a mullet? It's, and it's a red wine with spices in it that you serve warm. Do like you a remember, cider? Do you remember when we had the library program where the Canton of Swamp Key people came and they were yes. passing out wassail? <laughs> and I just feel like and all of you Americans, making up words now. All of you Americans were like, wassail. what is this? Wassail. Yes. And has nobody heard the Christmas carol? Here we go, a wassailing? That's not an American thing. Okay. Well, that's a thing. There's no way. Wassail is mold cider. So it is cider. My mold wine, cider, whatever. Is the is it actually wine? It's it should be wine, but it can be non-alcoholic. Okay. Like spice like the sparkling wine, but so like it's just cider. Yes. It's if it's non-alcoholic, it's just cider. But it's delicious. No, I, I do love you a good spiced you put drink. put a cinnamon stick in it, and it's just delish. It seems like a lot. It seems like a lot for cinnamon, like a whole stick. It adds to the flavor. That's a spicy drink. <laughs> I Speaking of cinnamon, I hate eggnog. 
disgusting. Oh, I don't think anyone likes eggnog. My husband loves it. Yeah. Like, loves it. Well. Both non-alcoholic and alcoholic. He devours it. As a child, I used to drink a lot of eggnog. And then, like, what? at some point, like, I think I, like, like just smelled it. <laughs> and, like, yeah, and just, like. It smells terrible. I'm just like, this is, this is not great. No. It has a nice aftertaste. No, like, it doesn't. Nothing. Nothing endearing about eggnog at all. Except for the alcohol, I suppose, if you're into that sort of thing. How about, have you ever had one of those? It's always like a joke, but like one of those like really hard fruitcake well, things. Well, no, that's not a very American thing. In oh. in England, our Christmas pudding is more like a, how to describe it? It's like a preserved spice cake with fruit and stuff in it. So it's, That sounds like a fruitcake. It's not hard. Okay. It's, it's like a cake. It's like a spongy cake and then you pour brandy all over it and then you light it on fire. And it goes whoosh. This seems like a lot. And then you put so brandy butter on it? it. You it has a nice you burn off the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's it's good. It's delicious. Have you Very, ever made one? No, cuz it takes like months in advance. Mm, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> That feels like something's going to go bad. <laughs> it's like a preserved. Uh, this year, I will say, um, I've leaned more into my Filipino roots. Nice. Uh, at the behest of my wife. Cool. To, you know, to, because I've had a baby recently. and to You guess, had a baby? Yes, me personally. Why are we not talking about this? <laughs> uh, there'll probably be an episode on it some somewhere about how much parenting i don't know <laughs> uh, um more than me <laughs> fair enough uh but yeah just to get uh used to like traditions that you know i didn't necessarily have growing up and like i just want to be involved in my own culture uh-huh. kind of thing so yeah. like we're doing like some different filipino foods cool um which have come out to a variety of successes weird textures yeah, um, I can't do weird textures. Yeah, like there was this one that was like Laffy Taffy, somewhere between Laffy Taffy and Play-Doh. Hmm. Well, just, it was sweet. It was ube. I don't know what that is. It's like the purple. Oh, the purple potato thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see that on cooking shows a lot. Yeah. But uh, and like we're doing like uh, the Filipino like I don't know if you've seen the recent like Disney commercial where they had like featured a, a filipino family like making the the pearls like with the the stars and stuff yeah yeah cool yeah so we're gonna make one of those too nice so be interesting that's cool um but yeah in terms of other christmas things um and things related to the holiday we're going to talk about the the big one of the big christmas we haven't even said it yet when we were talking about food um, <laughs> gingerbread yeah one of the other things that people think about food wise when it comes to christmas gingerbread just smells gingerbread it smells tastes great i love gingerbread Uh, i'm iffy about the taste have you ever had a gingerbread oreo though because that changes everything i've never i've never seen one and i've never had one they're amazing will it mayo racha though (laughs) no gross um but it would crunch uh it might it might Oh, that'd be a bad joke to play on somebody. Like you thought it was icing. Oh no! And it's like, <laughs> it's like no. Well, now I know what to do for your birthday. Oh, great, wonderful. <laughs> Cupcakes, um, the crunch on the top. 
for me, gingerbread doesn't taste good unless it's like accented with good icing. Like it's just like gingerbread by itself to me just was like eh. Well, then you've never had the right gingerbread. Have I not? No, because well, is gingerbread even bread? It's supposed to be. But when we think of gingerbread, gingerbread cookies are gingerbread flavored cookies. No, they're just ginger flavored. No, it's it's like pumpkin spice. It's the spices and and ginger that make pumpkin it. Pumpkin doesn't thing. have any spices in it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I have it all written down here in the history of gingerbread. Oh, I can't give spoilers. Thing? Is that a thing that we have without proper introduction? Yes. Okay, let's 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 get into it. Okay, then. let's get in the history of gingerbread. Uh, we have a book here called the Gingerbread Book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very simple title. Well, I mean, six forty-one point eight six five of the nonfiction section. It has uh, where is it? History of the gingerbread in different countries and stuff and traditions. Um, I qu- sort of like cherry picked some of the information from there because it was a lot. Uh, gingerbread originates in medieval England, where it was a form of preserved ginger until the fifteenth century. Interesting. Ginger root was first cultivated in ancient China and commonly used as medicine. Which ginger root is an interesting looking root. Yeah, it is, right? I don't like ginger. I don't either. Yeah. Every time it, very a recipe calls for ginger, <laughs> I omit it. It's I just spicy. sprinkle in a little bit of the powder. It's one time, spicy. side note, one time I was cooking and it called for a certain amount of fresh ginger. And I was like, well, I don't have fresh ginger, so I'm just going to put in the equal amount of powdered ginger. Oh, that's a terrible <laughs> idea. That's concentrated. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> it that's, was not good. That's all ginger. I, I put it in the recipe, and I was like, wow, that's a lot of ginger. And there's no coming back from that. I was like three quarters of the way through my curry. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, ginger root came to Europe via the Silk Road. And in the Middle Ages, it was used as a spice to disguise the taste of preserved meats. The first known recipe for gingerbread came from Greece in 2400 BC. Chinese recipes developed it during the 10th century, and Europeans had it by the late Middle Ages, like I said. Uh, Gingerbread were hard cookies decorated to look like animals, royalty, and saints, and were staples of medieval fairs in England, France, Holland, and Germany. Queen Elizabeth is credited with the idea of decorating after she had some made to resemble dignitaries visiting her court, which I like geeked out over because I love all things Tudor history. Um, festivals became known as gingerbread fairs with cookies called fairings. The gingerbread cookies were called fairings. And then gingerbread houses originated in Germany during the 16th century, becoming a Christmas tradition whose popularity rose after the Brothers Grimm wrote Hansel and Gretel. Ah, okay. There's the there's the yeah. key I was looking for. Gingerbread arrived in the New World with English colonists, and cookies were used to sway Virginia voters. The first American cookbook, <laughs> right? <I> mean, <laughs> it I would mean, work for me. Yeah, I guess. It's like, hey, cookies. Vote for us. Have a cookie. Yes. Oh, yeah, all right. You got my vote. The first American cookbook, American Cookery by Amelia Simmons, has recipes for three types of gingerbread, a softer version, which is the more common version in America. George Washington's mother made um, this gingerbread for the Marquis de Lafayette during his visit. And since then, yeah, right? We all know the Marquis de Lafayette for Hamilton. 
Since then, it's been known as Gingerbread Lafayette, passed down for generations of Washingtons. Now, the world's largest gingerbread, spanning 40,000 cubic feet, is at the Traditions Golf Club in Bryan, Texas, required a building permit, and was built like a traditional house, featuring 4,000 gingerbread bricks and a recipe including 1,800 pounds of butter and 1,000 ounces of ground ginger. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's like mind-blowing. <laughs> Do you know how many calories that is? <laughs> Probably a lot. It's 35.8 million calories. How do you know that? Because I was going to talk about <laughs> this very house. Wow. I beat you to it. Yeah, but now, you know, that's like, it's a lot of like. Calories. It's a lot of calories. It's a lot of exercise that you have to do to burn off those calories. No, I think you'd be dead. Well, yeah. It probably <laughs> tasted terrible because. How long do you think you could live in that house before it starts to go? Like, a long time. To go bad. A long time. Do you think so? Yes. I feel like. All the sugar. Okay. It like sands like there's no like sort of like weather. There's no. Yeah. Or insulation. Animals. Right. Or children. <laughs> I mean. Neighborhood children that come to just, eat your house. You should just cook and cook them up. <laughs> it's true it's true um you could also eat uh well i mean the icing could be used as insulation i would be so tempted to just like lick it well no 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 okay let's talk about gingerbread house icing it's yeah. not good it's well again it's it depends on who's making it and, and why so i've watched a lot of gingerbread competition shows <laughs> and that's a sentence you don't hear often gingerbread uh for construction is just flour gingerbread and sugar then don't call it icing it's not like icing is like, just sugar just like the bare minimum and like icing. and like a, a wet something to just wet it down is that why it just doesn't taste good because it just doesn't have any flavor it's, it's just, just confectioner like, sugar yeah. Mm-hmm. And usually it's like a milk that goes in it. But it looks like a paste, tastes like a paste. <laughs> we know this because we made gingerbread houses for this episode. To varying degrees of success. Well, when I say made, we bought a kit from Target that yes. had four little gingerbread houses in it that yes. we assembled. Yes. And I took a bite out of one of them. Didn't taste good. Does not taste good. Does not taste good gingerbread because it's construction gingerbread why is there different types of gingerbread why can't i just have the one that tastes good the icing that tastes good the only thing good that tasted like you know like anything i would eat is like the candy inside the yeah kit. the the what were they gumdrops the were gum delicious not my gumdrop buttons um, anywho, yeah, so regarding our gingerbread houses, my first attempt was a failure. It was fine. The roof wouldn't stay on. It wasn't my fault. I didn't let the icing dry, I guess. I don't know. My it's, roof was just fine. Your My roof ratio was much larger than yours. So gravity was like, you can't do this. I don't know about that. There's not a lot of gravity <laughs> at hand when it comes to making a gingerbread house. <laughs> But you can see pictures of our gingerbread houses on our Instagram at Osceola Library. 
And we're going to tweet it too, I'm sure, right? At NF yeah, Friends Cast. I'll tweet it. Um, yeah, mine came out interesting. Yours was good. It looks from good the front. from the front. It looks like a horror show from the back. The back is a little scary. Because uh, someone had commented it looks like an outhouse. It so <laughs> I made it into an outhouse. <laughs> it says, what's this like? It says Santa's house. Yes. But like, I, I, <laughs> I was just like outhouse. I, I tried to. Because there's two doors. There's like one on the front, one on the back. And I was like, well, this is the entrance. I'll put the exit over this side. And it kind of drooped. So it looks like blood. It does. Uh, but it's okay because we only took the picture from the front. That's fine. Yeah. It's great. You can see my roof falling in all its glory. We made yeah. a second one, though, and it came out really, really good. We just Would didn't take a picture. It came out better if I didn't eat one of the pieces. <laughs> It's true. I needed to try it. The house has a hole in it. It has a hole, but that's fine. But like, look at the cover of this book and imagine making this very intricate. Look, if I had, if I teeny, had tiny little the time and the correct like nozzles for piping, I bet you I could get that detailed. I mean, I just don't want to. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I can, I could barely handle decorating the Target ones, which I will say. That kit was very good. It's very good. Some of the pieces are a little wonky. The, it was, mine broke when I tried to pop them apart, but it had a lot of icing. Had a lot of candy. It had a lot of candy. So it was a very good value from Target. Yeah. Because I think it was like $10 for the four houses in there. Yeah. If you, if you guys are going to make gingerbread houses this year, please tweet at us. Let, us. let us see them. I would love to see one that's made from scratch. Yeah. Please. That would really impress us. That would Send be us very one. impressive. Maybe you could come and teach us. Yeah, bring it to the library so we can both Learn. see it and eat it. Only if it's made out of the good kind of <laughs> gingerbread and icing. I don't want to be disappointed like again. I'm going to make you regular gingerbread now. Just so that you can try what real gingerbread is. You know what? Is. Like in my head, I can't even like think of what real gingerbread tastes like. You can get it from Starbucks. Yeah, because I drink so much coffee. Well, I mean... I get pumpkin bread when I go to Starbucks. They but also I don't sell go to Starbucks. Well, you can go now just for that. That seems like a crime to not to go to Starbucks and then not get coffee. Get a hot chocolate while you're there. You can get hot chocolate from Starbucks. I guess. They say it's good. I wouldn't know because I need caffeine. You know what? Every time I go to Starbucks, I, I can't like, I can't even like think straight because like i don't even understand like the, the sizes menu. <laughs> the yes. sizes of anything i deliberately say small medium and large i do not give in to their venti grande tall situation i can't even tell you what the difference between all of those are all i know is grande is medium which venti doesn't make sense 20. to me i think venti is the big one it's probably 20 ounces right what's a tall the small one that makes no sense <laughs> It's true. We have problems with Starbucks. I, I've only just mastered Starbucks. so I don't think I'll ever master Starbucks. I only used to go there in college because it's where all the cool kids went. I just got pastries. <laughs> See? You can get gingerbread. I only go there during this time of year when it's pumpkin or sadly they're not doing gingerbread flavored drinks. I remember so. uh, when Disney... The Grand Floridian did their gingerbread stuff yeah. like every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always used to go to see that. Yeah. I would buy a shingle and yeah. eat it. Can't do that this year. They're not doing it. No. Well, but. No, but they have the tree. 
but not the gingerbread house yeah yeah which they've been doing the gingerbread house for like decades i know so yeah i feel kind of bad for the people whose job it was like they start in the summer making that gingerbread house okay do they just does, do these houses just last a long time i think they do because there's so much sugar longer and like, than our pumpkins yeah well you know what we'll find out we'll see how long our gingerbread houses last i don't think they're gonna last i think they're gonna last a long no, time No, i think someone's gonna throw them out <laughs> someone might throw them out unless we rescue them i'm not gonna rescue they're them. gonna last a long time i'm gonna say at least two months i'm not there there's no way they, they they'll stay there that long they'll be covered in ants but i think they'll still be there that doesn't count then <laughs> well i mean it counts if like the ants are eating it it's not rotting mm, how can you tell if a gingerbread house is rotting mold that's a bad <laughs> but what if the mold is white and looks like icing then how do you know you taste it <laughs> ew that's gross hey mold is edible <laughs> some mold it's, it's natural you eat it in cheese yeah, like cheese mold mushrooms would or fungus you eat, would you eat the moldy cheese never okay never i hate blue cheese with a passion no, 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 not necessarily blue cheese you know like there's those cheeses that like have like just like, like maggots in them yeah yeah no i would never eat that i can't even handle blue cheese which is just a mild amount of mold <laughs> i would never eat something with maggots just, like, in who it was the first person's like yeah this is still good I'll, and it's like a, like it's like a delicacy to who i think they just call things that you don't want to eat delicacies like ooh, it's so like fancy because i don't like caviar but it's so expensive and fancy and i don't understand it it's fish eggs i don't yeah. get it or well beluga whale eggs disgusting it's salty <laughs> it I is hear. salty it is very salty it's not good if they and then they're like it's an acquired taste and you're like why do you have to acquire a taste for something if you like it you like Here it you don't you don't pasta Ew, why would you ruin pasta? I mean, it's just like a salty component. Like a caper? Yeah. I don't like capers. <laughs> do, you, do you like salt? In small doses. What? I prefer sweet to salty. That's a crime. <laughs> You're a crime. <laughs> you would eat sweet french fries? Sweet potato fries. Yeah. Disgusting. I mean, I get that a lot. We got off track, big time. Would you eat a salty gingerbread house? No. <laughs> Salt does bring out the flavor of sweet, though. Exactly. So, I mean, Maybe anyway. that's the key <laughs> to make bad gingerbread <laughs> Maybe that's good. why gingerbread lasts so long, because there's a high amount of salt in it, and salt is a preservative. I just... Boom. Sure. Mic drop. Just... We just figured that out for everybody. <laughs> Half Here's of 36 is 18. <laughs> anyway, Josh. I thought it was 32 and it was 16. <laughs> we can't even get our running joke right now. <laughs> Whatever. What are you reading, Josh? Uh, boy. I started reading. I don't even know if I'm going to finish it, though. I started reading Cemetery Boys. Heard a lot of good things about it. It's been recommended to me uh, several times. Um, started reading it. Um, I don't know. I I wasn't into it. I didn't get very far, though, so I might give it another pass. 
Uh, but I did start some more comics on Yay, Hoopla. Comics. So there's that. Um, I what was it? What am I reading? The the three jokers. Oh. Yeah. So three it's jokers. Yeah. It's about it has Batman, the Red Hood, and Batgirl against three jokers. Interesting. That's, yeah. It's very good. Well, I uh, I just picked up Rupee Kors. Rupee Kors? Is that how you say your name? K-A-U-R. You're asking the wrong person. From, uh, of, um, what was it? Milk and Honey is her famous poetry book. She just came out with another one called Homebody. I just picked that one up. Um, big fan of hers. Very excited to start it, but I haven't started it yet. Uh, did you know? Yes. That we're now on YouTube? For what? Well, not right now. Right now. But <laughs> you can catch on YouTube at Osceola Library our latest uh, episode of the Antics. of the Will It Mayo Racha. So you've listened to it. Now you can go watch it. And watch me suffer. Mostly Josh on screen because I got cut off. She got cut off <laughs> in trying to uh, maintain social distancing. Yes. We should have positioned the camera a little bit further out. Yes. But it was our first shoulda, try. Woulda, coulda. Couldn't first see try, it. Couldn't see it. We'll, we'll get it right the next time if there is a next time. Yeah. So check it out. Um, if you liked it, let us know. We can do more episodes on YouTube that go along with the rest of our online programming from the library. Yeah. And uh, we'll think of things to do on YouTubes. For sure. The YouTubes. Like if we're crafting something or making something. Yeah, instead of just seeing You pictures. didn't want to see the mess of gingerbread. No, you should you, be you, glad that yeah, we didn't record that. Yeah. Really, it was just me being grumpy. It was it was a it was, was a mess. I was struggling. I had icing all over my hands. It was bad. Yeah. I was a grumpy potato. Uh, okay. But I think that about wraps it up here for us. Please check out all of our other programming. Um, you know, at osceolalibrary.org. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our online stuff. Um, check out any of our books that we talk about here on the podcast yeah. on our display at Hart Memorial Library. Mm-hmm. We have plenty of uh, past and present topics that we have you know, discussed on our display. Yeah. Uh, books pertaining to those. Um, if you can't get to the Hart Memorial Library, you can always place them on hold and have them brought to your branch. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Just remember, we love our listeners. And that's nonfiction, friends. Back to my camping.